on this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. I want to go to your house when it's just a little bit messy. I want you to come to my house when it's just a little bit messy. And us build that level of community because you can let down your walls. I can let down my walls. And we don't have to be perfect. That's true. there you're listening to the girl talk podcast my name is carol i'm kelly i'm trisha and we're so glad that you are here today we're going to use a word that is very popular in christian circles especially right now the word that yay community community now when i say it you probably have one of two reactions you either react positively if you've had a positive experience or negatively if you've had a negative experience because community is hard to find so we're going to dive in today and my first question is why do you think we resist community connection with other believers why do you think that is because we might get hurt Okay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe you've been hurt in the past and you might get Mm -hmm. hurt. I think for me, I don't want to admit my junk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like I don't want to drag all my insecurities and Mm. all my failures and faults out into the light and somebody else to be able to know that. What what do you think, T? Well, I was trying to figure out what you meant by community because I thought you meant like getting together with people socially, but that sounds like you mean community, like really sharing yeah. more of yourself. Yeah. And you and you too, because you said afraid to get hurt. So I was just thinking about it on a real shallow level, but you mean community deeper. also in a deeper in a yeah. deeper way. I am so glad you kind of drew that conclusion here at the beginning because I think it is important that we define it. When we're talking community, I, I want to talk about spiritual connection. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I think I think the difference is there's a difference between fellowship and community. Mm-hmm. Fellowship, I feel like, is just getting together to enjoy each other's right. company. When I say community, I do mean at a deeper level where you connect with somebody spiritually. Mm, okay. Um, where there's okay. accountability, where there's honesty, there's authenticity. And all of those things, I think, mm-hmm. are much needed in the body of Christ today. I, as a believer, need community probably more than any of y'all do. Because I am more flawed, and the tendency is No, you're to, not. Yes, I am. <laughs> you may be differently flawed, but yeah. you're not more That's flawed. That's right, absolutely. Yeah. And one of the you know hearts behind this particular ministry, too, is to help you to build that community, mm-hmm. to start conversations, but not just to end conversations here, but to uh, give you a talking point that you can go and, and talk with other girlfriends about. And, and that's why this, this ministry was born. Um, at the very beginning. So I think we don't want to admit our junk. We're afraid of getting hurt. Any of the other reasons? Well, my first thought is, can I trust you? Can I trust you? I don't, I don't know if I can trust you. And if I share, are you going to share? And I, it's, there are a lot of, of questions and vulnerabilities that open up Mm. when you're talking about the kind of community that you're referring to. So that's really my big question is, can I trust you? Yeah. All very important questions when you're trying to find community. And for those of us who are people pleasers, Mm. you you know, another reason why we don't seek community is because we don't want to disappoint somebody else. Boy, that is true. It's because tiring to hold that up. Yeah. It is, yes. yes. And you can't be all things to all people. No. And you can't always live in a space where you can handle other people's junk mm. and where you can mm. share, where you want to share your own junk. And so there's going to be times where we're going to disappoint people. Well, can I make a case here for the long game of community because here's what i think i think if you really find your people it is a long game and i think there will be seasons of your life that you'll require more of others and there'll be seasons of 
the the relationship that require more of you. I mean, that's true of any relationship, but I, I feel like especially in community, there are times that I've struggled harder with certain things and I've needed my community. I've needed my people to come around me and to pray me through those situations. But then there's also been seasons where I've been able to give back. And I think both of those are important. And I think that can only happen if you're looking at the long game of community and relationship. That's true. Absolutely. And one of what you mentioned is one of the real benefits of community mm-hmm. is when you are low, when yeah. you are struggling, when the bottom falls out, like that happened to me several times. My my Bible study girls, I would consider them my community, my, the Bible babes. We call yeah. ourselves, maybe no one else calls us that, but we call ourselves <laughs> that. But it's, it's really when you need someone and they can come around you on a mm. practical level, on a spiritual level, praying for you, loving on you. So it is very needed when you go through those difficult times. But it's also great to grow. Yeah. You grow from other people's struggle. It's like you rise together. Yeah. The the problem with this topic and the problem with, I think, most of us when it comes to this is we don't know we need people until we need people. Mm. Yes. And that mm. is probably not the best time to try to find people, you know, because yeah. when you're in the middle of a heartache or a heartbreak, I was just in a situation this week where I found out um, I have a life group at my church. Those are my people. I have a closer group. Those are my people. Y'all are my people. You know, mm-hmm. I have several different groups of people because I'm a lot. <laughs> and uh, and but, we need a lot. But yes. yeah, and, and, and I was hearing about her situation and unfortunately she's going through some really difficult things in her life and then she was looking for a group. And, and I would just um, caution because that is a hard place to start from. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are a lot of opportunities for codependency there, you know, and I think you have to be really careful about a group of people or one person being your savior because they're not, Mm, y'all. That's true. Trust me, I've tried to make them that, Mm -hmm. and I am a okay friend, and I'm even a worse savior. I can't save anybody. I can't rescue you from anything, although I will try with all my heart. But you have to go ahead and be intentional about creating that community and finding your people I think ahead of that. Yeah, sure. We, you know, we did this a few years ago, um, about probably 10 years ago at my church. I looked around and there's a bunch of uh, ladies mm-hmm. who didn't have real community yet in our church. And mm-hmm. so we all got together. We were all actually, most of us were singing in the choir, but we yeah. still didn't have community with mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. So we said, let's get together after church and start just having lunch, maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. just get together. We called ourselves Ladies That Lunch. And the lunch bunch. And um, we, we love this alliteration. Yeah. Ladies who lunch and Bible yes. babes. Yes, I like it. And um, now we, we, of course, don't do that anymore. It, it kind of fell apart. But even today, every once in a while, when somebody's going through something, that's the group that rallies around mm-hmm. each other. We yeah. have we're able yes. to be in Seasons. those intimate moments with someone when mm-hmm. they're really going through those hard things without um starting fresh yeah you know because it's the history of we've been mm-hmm. walking through your infertility issues or mm-hmm. we've been walking through your marriage issues or we've been walking through your job changes for a decade now yeah, yeah. and now we're there for each other in those moments yeah mm-hmm. yeah i would say based on everything we're saying yes and the best time to start building your community is today right. here's right. why yes because there will be a time down the road that you're going to need people but even if you're in the midst of a difficult time right now 
you can still start today. I have a personal experience of this. So our Bible babes had been together for five years or so. And then a girl that we knew from church found out her husband had been having an affair Mm -hmm. for years Mm -hmm. and her world was falling apart. And she reached out to us and she said, listen, I know you guys are already an established group. But can I please join because I really need biblical um, counsel and love and support right now. And she knew she had asked a couple of other friends who were like, drop him like a hot potato. But she wanted to go to a group of people that would help her see if she could rebuild that trust Mm. with her husband. She wanted to go to a group of Bible believing people. So she asked us if she could join, which took a lot of bravery on her part. And I want you to know her addition to our group has been so huge for all of us Mm. because not only did we get to rally around her in her difficult moment, getting to know her in that moment, but we learned about ourselves and about our relationships and our, and our marriages as we, as we helped walk her through her difficult time. So if you don't have a group yet and you're going through a hard time, don't be afraid to reach out and ask Mm. because God will lead you to the right people. And and it may be today that you need someone or it may be down the road, but today is the best day to start. Yeah. Well, and what's so important is what you all did. You opened yeah. you opened up your yeah. group, you opened up your arms, you opened up your hearts, you opened up your space mm-hmm. to be able to say, we're going to carry all this with you, even though we don't know you the way we know everybody else in this group. Yeah. We're going to carry this burden with you. And that's a huge step on your group's part because not all groups of people will would do that and that's a reminder to us to be that way yeah it was a blessing to us can i say something hard right here yeah i think if you're not willing to take people in and you're part of a group you're just a click oh that's true 100 (laughs) percent. that's like i'm probably going to get hate mail for that but i i really do think and and we have to guard against that Mm -hmm. in the body of christ because we can you know set up our holy huddles and me and my four and no more, you know, and get real. Mm. And that, and that's that doesn't please God either. We've got no. to be available for people, especially because, you know, I mean, we, we, we've all known this, that people are more likely to have spiritual conversations when they're going through a difficult time. That's just the way life is. Yeah. It makes you question everything. It yeah. makes you Vulnerable. wonder. It mm-hmm. makes you uh, look for hope anywhere you can find it. And so that is our opportunity to love on people. And I just feel like a lot of times in church, we get in those holy huddles and we don't mm-hmm. let other people in. And I think that we really have to guard against that. I'm glad you said that. And that is so true. And I actually wish, bearing that in mind, I wish we'd reached out to her. But I I, I don't think we knew everything that was going on. But but yes, we need to have, I I need to have the kind of eyes that look around and see people who are in need and invite them in. Um, so that's I was good. just considering this yesterday, and and this is a little bit of an aside, but but maybe not so much. So, I think these little devices that we carry around in our back pockets and our pocketbooks, and you know I, that we carry everywhere, have have destroyed the waiting moments for us. And what I mean by that is, whenever you have to wait, you automatically pull out your phone and start scrolling through social media. Mm-hmm. It, it there may be people around you that you could see today mm. who you can see there is a very real need but instead you choose to be on your phone and I, I was I was just thinking about that yesterday I had to wait on someone and instead of pulling out my phone and scrolling Facebook or going to Instagram and watching a funny cat video 
I just sat with it for that moment, and I began to pray for her. The a gal I was waiting on, I began to pray for her and just think about what how God was working in her life and how I could encourage her. And you know what? It changed my total perspective, and it changed our visit because I took the time, and I wasn't running into the interaction rushed. I, I just took the time to stop and to just listen. And I really feel like that's when the Lord will speak to us sometimes mm-hmm. in the quietness of our hearts. But we're so busy on social media. And I'm not trying to say social media is the devil because there are some good things that happen on social media. Some of you have discovered this podcast through social media. Right. So it can be a good thing, but it also can be a distracting thing. That is true. And we've got to continue to make the main thing the main thing, and that is sharing the hope of Christ with people, because I don't believe it's going to be long before Jesus comes back. I hope not. I know, right? Today (laughs) could be the day. My friend Jackie says that a lot, but I think it could be today. And man, I don't want to miss those opportunities that God gets me, gives me because I'm scrolling through Instagram. And you know, you're reminding me of experiencing God with the Mm. truth that says God is always at work around us, always at work around us. And when we see what he's doing, then we can join him. But if we don't take, if I don't take my eyes off my phone, I won't see what he's doing. And if anybody ever asks you something, if anybody ever questions something or says something to you, God is at work in their lives and in their heart and and ours too so jump in but yes i well, need to take my eyes off my phone yeah and, yeah, and that's not where we find real community we yeah. don't find sure. community on our phones even in a text group mm-hmm. you know even if you're texting yeah. back and forth with somebody it's not real community yeah. um real community comes when you're looking somebody in the eyeballs mm-hmm. and you're able to really see yeah. them and be present with them and that's one of the things that we take for granted is yeah. that important time to just stop and pause and be present with someone. IRL in real life. Mm-hmm. You need to look somebody in real life across the table from you and be able to share your story in your heart. Now, another um, people when people push back against community, one of the one of the things they say is, um, "I'm just too busy. Mm-hmm. I, I just I can't find time for anything else. I just I don't you know." also going to get hate mail because of this i believe we make time for what we make time for Mm -hmm. sure i mean we'll find time yes to do all the things so we make time for what we make time for i mean it's just just the it's just is what it is okay well let's talk about how how you all are doing that yeah because i want to know because um this is where it started with me a couple of years ago um my daughter was involved in activities and i started seeing the same parents show up at those activities and so i thought "Mm, this is a great opportunity to talk about our kids and how they're doing and things they're struggling i mean and we just started conversations there with some of the moms now that didn't that didn't um turn into like my core group of people but it built relationships Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. and helped Mm -hmm. me to understand that you don't have to say on tuesday night everybody goes to trisha's house for dinner it doesn't have to be that thank goodness (laughs) you gave me the sweat (laughs) (laughs) it can be as simple as being at the ball field with the same parents all the time yeah Yeah. or you know being at the band concerts with the same parents Mm -hmm. all the time it can be you know being at the park with your kids, if you have small kids, at the same time with yeah. a couple of other parents. It's true. You don't have to make it a formal thing. It just can start with you building relationships with the people that are right in front of you. But instead, what do we do? At the ball field, when you're waiting on your kids to start playing, there we are, scrolling, scrolling, mm-hmm. scrolling, mm-hmm. missing the people around us. And I'm just really convicted of that recently. Mm. Yeah. Like, what have I missed because I've been looking at my phone? 
Um, and you know, go ahead. For go me, ahead. the one of the ways, best ways I do is I actually schedule that mm-hmm. important yeah. time. Okay. I have mm. a group of girlfriends that I used to get together with, um, two girlfriends specifically, that we would get together mm. um, every single month. We would have ladies night out and mm. we would go to the same place and eat Brick's pizza and mm. have girl talk mm-hmm. and we would get deep with each other. Well, then one girl moved to the West Coast and it made it a little bit more difficult to get together, but you know, Zoom. Yeah. So we would schedule a Zoom call, mm-hmm. you know, n- nine o'clock, our time, six o'clock, her time, mm-hmm. and we would eat meals together. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. would get pizza and sit and talk, and but we had to schedule it. It wasn't yeah. something for us that could just be spontaneous because we were, we're raising young children. We were super yeah. busy. We were on t- in two different time zones, um, so we had to be intentional yeah. about scheduling that time. Yeah. Um, and making it a priority in our lives. We would nothing else happened that one time per month. Um, yeah. at, you, you know, prioritize it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nothing. And that's it. You're prioritizing people over things, mm-hmm. people over other experiences. And that's important. God's been putting something on my heart. It's so funny that you said that about everybody goes to Trisha's for dinner. That just really made me nervous because I don't feel very, um, like I have the gift of hospitality. However, God's been recently putting on my heart the the prompting to invite people over yeah have people over and it's been such a struggle for me because i always feel like well my house isn't perfect yeah and this whole thing like well i can't do it unless everything is is just so in my house and i'm realizing it's never going to be just so yeah and so at some point i just need to let go of any pretending to have it all together and just have people over in the messy right yeah. and yay for that i want to come to your house in the messy yeah because it makes me feel better <laughs> right if nothing but else, your I'll be house like, is perfect no, but that's <laughs> because it? you give me i know you're coming over but part of it's yeah. i want i want to be real yeah and i yeah. want you to be real and yeah when and when I clean my house like to the nines and people walk in and they're like, my house, your house is super clean. Then I'm like, okay, well, then I have to clean it all the time. <laughs> every know? time you go over, every, every time you come over, I'm going to have to yeah. clean it. So I want to go to your house when it's just a little bit yeah. messy. I yeah. want you to come to my house when it's just a little bit messy. Right. And us build that level of community yeah. because you can let down your walls. I can let down my walls and we don't have to be perfect. That's true. I That's have true. a friend and y'all know her well, but she, she they travel quite a bit. And every time they get home from a trip, you can tell because they just like drop everything at the door and, you know, they're got other yeah. things to do. They hit the ground running. Yeah. And so she's she's like, hey, why don't you come by for coffee? But just remember, we just got home. And I know what that means. And like, it's not changed. It's deepened our relationship, in yeah. fact. I love that. Because, um, yeah, we've seen each other's houses mm-hmm. completely a wreck and we still love each other just as much, if not more, because of that. I mean, make sure your toilet's clean. But that is, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you know, I've everything else can be. Oh, heavens! Yeah. yeah, we had a friend over last night briefly, and the dog urinated in the floor. <laughs> I mean, that's real life, though. I love Let's it. Be real. At least it wasn't me. It. <laughs> Could have been worse. That's right. <laughs> or my at least boy. he didn't go on the guest. Yes. That's true. Thank you. Could have been a lot worse. Right? There you go. So I guess what I want to um, kind of remind you of is community is vital to your spiritual growth it really is because you develop accountability you grow together you learn things from one another that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't learn otherwise so start seeing it as something that is you know the old adage that if you want to 
you know, improve your health, you would take a multivitamin, wouldn't you, Tricia, our nutritionist? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's something that you would do. So you'd make mm-hmm. it a priority every yeah. morning. You'd be like, oh, I got to yeah. take my multivitamin. Exercise Think of or this as mm-hmm. like a multivitamin for your mm-hmm. spiritual life. Mm, I like that. You know, it enriches every part. It's also what's modeled for us in scripture. Right. That's true. You know, God himself is community. Yeah. Ooh, he yeah. is a triune God. Ooh. He is not a single father. Right. Mm-hmm. He's a triune God. And so, you know, mm-hmm. he lives in community. Mm-hmm. He created us to live in community. Right. He even said after he created Adam, it's not good that man should be yeah. alone. Yeah. Yeah. He created community and we need to operate from that perspective. Absolutely. Great. It enriches us. It helps us to grow. It helps us during the difficult times. You got somebody to celebrate with in the good times. So our encouragement to you is don't resist community. Find your people and uh, look in places that you show up anyway right now. Now, you may have to get to a point where you do schedule those times. And I realize everybody's busy, but make time for it because I believe that you'll find it will not only enrich your spiritual life, but your personal life as well. You'll just mm-hmm. be a happier human mm-hmm. being. So go find your people. That's your assignment for this week. If you've got ideas or things that have worked for you, you'd like to tell us a story about your community, we'd love to hear from you. We always do the happy dance when we get an email. You can email us at Girl Talk at the lightfm.org you can also jump on the public girl talk podcast facebook page we have a girlfriends page as well anywhere you want to communicate with us as long as you're communicating we're in good shape so that is what this is about a two-way conversation and um we want to hear from you so get in touch whenever you can and thank you so much for listening today we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next girl talk podcast